boys, come and give me a hand. Don't get overexcited. No, do get overexcited about the presents. I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and a lot of time on, on Amazon trying to get these, all right? Just take those two red ones and just give them out. Just give one to, at least one, one to every adult. Okay, give me that bit. I need one of those. No, one actual can. Just one of the things. <laughs> And they're not fork candles. Fork candles. Does anybody remember that one? Was it four candles or fork handles? You've got a present this Christmas. Each of you, hopefully most of you, have got a present this Christmas from me. So happy Christmas everyone. Who, who hasn't had one? If we've still got some left, give all of the rest of them out to, to anyone who wants one. If you've got a few left. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, boys. There is a passage in Isaiah. Isaiah 53. And Isaiah 53 says this, it says, He has no stately form or majesty that we should look on him. No appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken for men. This passage in Isaiah really points to the fulfilment that Jesus is the fulfilment of the prophetic word from God about a Messiah that would come. Matthew 2, 1, 21, we read this. It says this, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. The angel came to Joseph before Mary gave birth to Jesus, and prophetically stated that Jesus would be the one who would rescue the world. Declaring who he was. And if we look at that, math, that, that um, uh, Isaiah 53 chapter there, we, we, it, all the way through that Isaiah 53, we see it speaking about different aspects, different prophetic statements about Jesus' life. And those first few say this, He had no stately form or majesty that we should look on him, no appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men. It prophesied, that Jesus would be missed, that he would be ignored, that mankind would turn their back upon him. And if you go through that chapter and you can look at this, take a quiet moment later on today, go through Isaiah 53 and look at the verses, verses 4 and 5, he was wounded for our healing, another prophetic statement about Jesus. Verse 7, he was silent before his accusers, he didn't argue his case, we see what happened as he stood before the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was, verse 9, he was associated with, with the wicked and with the wealthy in his death. Interesting. He died on a cross between two thieves. He was buried in a rich man's grave. 
Interesting, isn't it? I don't suppose you thought very much about these candles, did you? They're just candles. After all, some of them, I don't know which ones who's got what, three of the packets were bought from Amazon three days ago. The other packet has been sitting in our garage for six years. Plus seven, eight years. It might even have been bought by my mother. I have really no idea. They go back a long way. And they've just been stuck there. Aren't they beautiful? That's all right, you can be honest. Well, they're not exactly beautiful, are they? And even the writing on the side, I must admit, I did struggle in getting the writing on the side. But I did discover that Sharpies actually work on wax. And uh, I don't think it rubs off. Thing is, Isaiah 53 talks about Jesus and says he was almost sidelined, not seen as anything much. He came to his own and they didn't even want to know him. No stately form or majesty that we should look on him, no appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men. What I want you to see today is the amazing gift of God, which can be missed. There's, um, back in 1807, well, it was probably between 1807 and 1882, a guy called Henry Wordsworth Longfellow wrote some words. His son had just been wounded in the Civil War that was going on in America. And he wrote these words at Christmas. And I heard this this morning. It was read by uh, Canon somebody or other on the Christmas morning service. And it just, it really struck me. And these are the words. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet, the words repeat, of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And thought how, as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day, a voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then from each black accursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south, and with the sound, the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. It was as if an earthquake rent the earth and stones of the continent and made forlorn the households born of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong, a mocking song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells, more loud and deep. <laughs> God's not dead, and he does not sleep. The wrong shall fail. The right will prevail. With peace on earth. Goodwill to men. Jesus' birth, which can be ignored, 
and is ignored by so many, just as this candle. How many of you will take this candle home, stick it in a drawer, and five years later find it and think, oh, that was that weird Sunday when David gave out candles and it was Christmas Day. And yet, if I gave a handful of these to our brothers and sisters at the moment in Ukraine, who have no light, no heat, no electricity, how much will they value these? Simple little candles. The birth of Jesus is like a parable. It can be ignored and it can be missed. But for those who seek and those who look and those who ask, there is a wonderful gift to be received. The Saviour of the world. No matter what we're going through today, no matter what we face, no matter what is coming our way this coming year, no matter the difficulties, no matter the joys, no matter the sorrows, no matter the heartaches, Jesus is the Saviour of the world. That was the message that was brought by the angels. Jesus is the Saviour of the world and that means he is your and my Saviour. All we have to do is believe, not understand. We cannot understand. We cannot understand why God allows Ukraine to happen. We cannot understand why God allows certain things to happen in our lives. And we question them and we battle with them. But God just says, trust me, believe that I am the saviour of the world. I have come for you. There is a song which I discovered this morning. It is by Casting Crowns and it takes the very words of that poem written back in the 1800s and has turned it into a beautiful song and it's called, it's by Casting Crowns and it's called Peace on Earth. Today, at some point today, look for it on YouTube. Have a little play of it. I think it's a beautiful song. It spoke to me. And in there it says, And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth. Said, For hate is strong and mocking, and mocking the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then rang out the bells more loud and deep. God's not dead, nor does he sleep. Peace on earth. Peace on earth. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. On the side of your candle you will notice there's two scriptures. The first one is John 8:12. Then Jesus again spoke and said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That is God's gift to you and me today. Simple though it may seem, a simple candle, and yet speaks of an eternal gift. If we receive this gift, all we have to do is receive. A word was given to me. Matthew brought me a word and he said, the Lord gave him a picture. A picture of a rescue helicopter coming and rescuing somebody. And the point behind it was simply this. There's nothing you can do, but God can do it all. You cannot rescue yourself. There is nothing you can do, but God has done it all. Receive that light 
that comes to dwell in us. The gift. of God's life, light, given to us. But then there is a second scripture on the side of your candle. And that scripture is this one, Matthew 5.14. And this is the miracle. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. God has given you his gift, his light, and now he gives you the opportunity to be that light as you go out into the world. That's what Christmas is about. It is the gift of God, though ever so humble and is missed by so many. Like a parable, those who seek find, and our lives too, as a parable of God's work in us, in the midst of the good, the bad, and the difficult. That parable of the light of God in us is God's gift to this world. And God's gift to us is Jesus Christ. Father God, we thank you for your gift. We thank you for your light. Your light that changes us and that fills us with hope for a world that is so dark at the moment. Father, set us on fire for you, I pray. May we be the light to the world this Christmas day and through these coming years. In your name, amen. Thanks, Dave.